Hey, I'm Rob Bass. Welcome to GeekCast Live, where if you punch a Nazi, you get a balloon. It's a trap! Welcome to episode 355 of the Cash Live Podcast. I am your host, GCR, and with me, as they always are, Rob Bass and Cartoon Joe. Nick, if you were wondering, is still making that roast beef sandwich from last week. Yeah, I think he got his hand stuck in the mayonnaise jar. And he's just, but it's plastic, so it won't just shatter. Yeah, he can't just break it off. Right. He's he's, he's bouncing it off. Damn shit. it. Yeah. yeah, he's also not a coyote, so he won't chew his hand off. Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, that's true. Yeah, that is true. Fucking coyotes. Should have reached for that must marinade. You know, I have a coyote mm. problem. Did you guys know that? I did not know uh, that. I uh, it's maybe three nights a week that I have coyotes come like Hi. up into my backyard and oh, howl that's too close. That shit. It is yeah. too close. I'm not scared of a coyote. No, I, no. It's coyotes. Don't coyotes. Don't scare me. Um, I'd like to hunt them though. Cause they're a nuisance. They are. And there are a lot of them and yeah. they keep breeding because they are like the perfect combination of a wolf and a dog. There's a, uh, um, you can get paid for their pelts. Fascinating. I, I, I don't believe out of their pelts. I think I don't believe there's a limit on how many you can harvest. I could be very wrong. Um, the fascinating do, thing about coyotes is they actually have like when they howl, if they don't receive a howl back in the right amount kill, of time, they kill themselves. Uh, well, no, they're, uh, well, do they oh. do that? That'd be cool. No, I made that up. Um, they actually, uh, their litters will grow, will increase in size because they, really? uh, they'll, they'll they, actually produce more babies because they feel like they feel like there's enough. no, there's not enough coyotes. Yeah. So cities yeah. now, cause they, they've, they've migrated into cities in some yeah. places will have coyote tracks that, that when they, when the sensors hear a coyote howl, they will play a coyote howl back to make sure that the litters don't get too big fascinating they also can't see red and green light mm, mm-hmm. so a lot of times when you hunt them if you hunt them at night um you can see them they can't see you type thing Ooh. and yeah it's i'd love to do some coy- I, i've been wanting to coyote hunt for a while because seriously i because i have a dog and yeah I, I, while i'm not scared of a coyote i could see where my dog is and yeah. I've I've turned the back porch lights on and seen like seven coyotes in my backyard. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, and I got little kids. I, I mean, I don't think I think they're big enough now that a coyote wouldn't try to fucking drag one off. No, but, but uh, if they did try, they'd probably be successful. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Right. Correct. I would. It's love not, if there are any coyotes coyote listening you. right now, don't fuck with Ryan's kids. They will fuck please. you up. And actually, and, and seriously, honestly, just please don't. Yeah, but just please don't. Just please don't. Don't fuck with. I don't want to. There are. Uh, I have a. I have a similar. I have a. Uh, about three times a week, there's a, a group of coyotes that hang out in the field behind my house, and Eat we em. we hear them like throwing parties and shit. 
nice. Just ragers. Yeah, just yeah. coyote, coyote, uh, orgy. like a coyote rave. Yeah. yeah, coyote rave. That's the word I was looking for. Awesome. I record. I record from my basement. I don't know if you guys know that or not. You probably did. What's great about it is I've got this refrigerator down here, and it's full of adult soda pops. Ooh. Like I just want adult sized or alcoholic. Alcoholic. Okay. Adult nice. yeah. sized. I figured adult. Is, yeah. They're actually just it's just regular soda, but with like tits on it. Right. <laughs> Picture, <laughs> they're pictures, ma- not like they're, mat- they're mature. They're mature. Yeah. Yeah. They're mature. Yeah. They're like in heat. You got like a <laughs> they're they're panting and they smell weird. <laughs> <laughs> You got to keep the sprites away from the cokes. It's a whole goddamn. It's a thing. goddamn thing that I gotta fucking deal with now, and I did not <laughs> sign up for this. Damn it! That's funny. That's so funny. Hey, so uh, we have a big night. I know Rob has been looking forward to this week. Uh, for True. Two weeks now. So let's get to the do review, and let's get that out of the way, so we can we can really batten down the hatches, Joe, and give Rob the attention to this topic of tonight that he deserves. Yes. Beautiful. Beautiful. Is, is this a do review? It is? Oh, fantastic. Okay, so the do review this week was uh, a thing I chose. Which, I mean, that's fine. That's what it is. It's, it's a clip from the uh, the HBO show from a couple years ago called Seven Days in Hell, which is a a spoof of not a spoof is a spoof the right word? I don't know. It's like Skip a mock, it's a it's a mockumentary about a fake Wimbledon match, uh, tennis match that lasted seven days. Like it's Quidditch. Oh, so it's like a um, it's like that Federer what's his name match from like. What was it? Twenty. That's probably most likely the inspiration for this. Year. Probably odd nine, actually, because I was a, I was a senior in high school, and it was on the uh, it was my senior summer, so it would have been actually two thousand eight. I, I was in my I was in my government class, and the uh, the government teacher just threw Wimbledon on in the background that entire. No shit. Yeah, that's pretty I cool. Like I love Wimbledon, for what it's worth. I think it's. I enjoy uh, it. I, uh, it's, I, I, like, I don't go I out like of my way tennis, but if it's on, it's fun. No, I enjoy watching tennis. I'd rather watch tennis than golf. Yeah. I'm fucking sure. I, um, I, I too like audio porn. <laughs> <laughs> this stars Andy Samberg and Kit Harrington as the main characters. Uh, Samberg plays Aaron Williams, which in this show is the adopted son of Venus and Serena Williams dad. So he's, he's the brother of Venus and Serena Williams. <laughs> Andy Sandberg. Andy Sandberg. Yeah. And and Kit Harrington plays Charles <sighs> Poole, who is like he's a British kid who was like when he was uh two, they put a tennis racket in his hand. And I, he is like Great Britain's hope to win Wimbledon, which is played in Great Britain. I I was about to say, is there anyone on earth more opposite of Venus and Serena Williams than Andy Sandberg? And then I remembered Michael Sarah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the uh, this, only person, the only person the, who's more opposite them than Andy. This, this also stars Fred Armisen and Will Forte yeah. and David Copperfield and Holly Mandel. narrated by like John, John Hammer or Ma- some shit? John McEnroe is, is a tennis legend and he, he plays a role in it. 
Um, <laughs> June Squibb plays the Queen of England. I mean, it's just, it's Incredible. wonderful. And right in the middle of this documentary about these two tennis players and, and Andy Samberg's Aaron Williams is like an Andre Agassi type, right? Like he's a hard partying, womanizing, drug doing bad boy of tennis. Sure. And Kit Harrington's Charles Poole is like as straight a straight man as you could possibly fucking get. That tracks because he is like Kit Harrington shocker. Yeah. Right. He's, he's gorm- gormless Kit as we yeah, know he's call him. He is the wettest kitten. <laughs> he is a, a wet man. kitten. Yes. Hug life, yes. if you will. Yeah. And as it were, right in the middle of this mockumentary, they do this like three minute diversion from the main story about a courtroom artist named Jan Eric Eklund. And it might be the funniest part of the entire fucking thing. <laughs> Andy Samberg's. Aaron Williams gets in some legal trouble and Jan Eric Eklund drew the courtroom as if it was like a Disney movie <laughs> or like a far side comic or <laughs> yes. like, a, yeah. like a Sunday, like from the funnies. Well, and, yeah. and to hear John McEnroe talk about like, if you were an up and coming courtroom artist, uh, you know, you owe your career to Jan Eric Eklund. <laughs> <laughs> and they show all these different fucking like people's like there's like abstract art. It looks like Salvador Dali painted a oh, fucking there's a there's a Warhol. I mean, it's <laughs> fucking hilarious. It's it is wild. I will post it in the show notes. I love that that Jan Eric Eklund is like a banner. Yes. He is. Yes, in like a Walder Frey hat. Yes. That's Jan Eric Eklund. And the fact that he died because he he decided that he was going to go into outer space to find a planet that had better coke and hotter women. <laughs> right. Yeah. He was <laughs> the concept of like a world famous Elon Musk. A world famous court stenographer. Like, can you yeah. name one court stenographer? No. no. Even like a fam- like like I someone could, not stenographer. Sorry, courtroom artist. I, like I know even even yeah. a courtroom artist who did like the OJ trial. Can you do you know who did that? No. No one. Leif Erikson. Le- probably, probably. Probably Leif Erikson. And not spelled correctly either. L e i f. No, it's spelled like a like a leaf from from a tree. Oh, you're talking. Oh, you're talking about that leaf, Erickson. Yeah, you know. <laughs> like you know, you know, <laughs> you know. Uh, God damn it! Anyway, it that was my due review. I'll post it in the show notes. I I really enjoyed it. There my, wasn't much to it. It made me laugh. My favorite part about it was uh, Will Forte's uh, blazer. <laughs> like a bright pink one yeah with the with the tennis rackets that are crossed it was an impressively loud out it was incredible he looked like uh who i want to be when i grow up <laughs> which is a which is a wild paul f tompkins is what i'd like to be is the best paul f tompkins his 
little cameo on Auntie Donna. Yeah. Where he plays I was the jukebox. Just about it. Yep. I'm going to drive the baby, going to hit the pool. The baby, <laughs> the baby's in the pool. <laughs> That's uh, not a jukebox. <laughs> what are you talking about? Of course it's a jukebox. Come on, Broden. Don't be such a cunt. cunt. <laughs> <laughs> it might that be is... the best gif on the internet. That's a ridiculous oh, God show. Damn it. I... That, is, that is the most insane show. I feel like I don't know. That's up there with um, what, what was that um, super terrible Muppets thing that you had us watch, Joe? Super terrible Muppets thing. Mm, God, uh, the the darkest. Oh fuck! Uh, God, I don't about, remember this at all. No, I there want was, there was to some know all about it. Though. Puppet show that you had us watch. It was like five or six episodes long. Oh. It was. Oh my uh, god, I blocked it from my oh memory. God, it's a uh, thank you for hugging me or something. Oh, uh, please don't touch me. Uh, yes, please don't touch me. Something like that. God. Something like that. Anyway. Sorry That's a good to dredge one. up that no, repressed no, 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 memory. No. I actually watched that the other day. I watched the first episode where it was like, green is not a creative color. That one? Yes. Oh, God. That's yeah, that the one. one. <laughs> yeah. Let's all express ourselves creatively. <laughs> and like his face melts off. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. That yeah. Auntie Donna is on that level. I just watched one where it was uh, City Boy Goes Camping. And oh, man. Dude, it is so fucking wild. Um, Broden is uh country Broden. He's fucking uh what's who what's the one with the Cowdoy? Oh what's his name? Zach. Zach, and then it's so it's Zach, and then who's the Italian one? Oh, why can't Mark? I remember his name all of a sudden? Yeah, Mark. Mark. <laughs> Mark is from the city, and and Zach has a cousin named Country Broden, and he's gonna teach them how to camp, and it's fucking insane. It's fucking, it's insane. There's nothing else to say about it. It's just fucking insanity. It's don't hug me, I'm scared. That's yes, it. That's Thank it. you. What oh, that's if you crazy. ever want to look and scar yourself on the internet? Yeah, don't, uh, don't drop a psychedelic and watch that unless you, I don't know, the are fucking fucked up weird already. thing is, who's the dude that does, like, the whole breakdown of the whole thing and, like, brings out like the underlying truths and the and the like the themes that they're trying to get at oh there was a whole there was a whole wisecrack about it yeah and it's like an in-depth look at what they're actually trying to get at with the show it's like yeah and when he gets done with it you're like huh, that's not insane at all that's very controlled chaos with a purpose and a point yeah and i love that it, it uh it oh there's also a film theory film of, theorist oh, yeah i'm scared yeah yeah, that's about insane. That one. It is Auntie Auntie Donna it. does. You can't. They don't have a theme or a or any. They're just they're just fucked up. Yeah, they're just having fun. Yeah. They're just having a really good time. I just when they have a theme. <laughs> so like I feel like Auntie Donna's big old house of fun. The theme is that they're roommates. Uh-huh. But then there's like there's like Office 1999, where the theme is they're guys working in an office in 1999, <laughs> or ripping Aussie summer. Right. Or like it's just, uh, it's the community college one. Right. Yeah. I love the subway one. 
like what's a sandwich that we can create that makes people not think about Jared being a pedophile? <laughs> and they're like, they're like, what about the meatball stuff? And they're like, yeah, but when I hear meatball, I think about fucking little boys. <laughs> so I don't think we should do that one. Let me my, think. Let me think. Let me think. My son threw. Uh, so the one about. Uh, um. But we're different, but we're the same. That one. Yes. When, when, when Mark says like, "Oh, the kids in the playground are like, you get out of here, you you greasy sausage dick, you sausage dick Italian, you greasy Italian wog." I watched that with Macklin, and he oh, no, no, he fucking died. I turned it off before he turned his yeah. fuck doll. But, oh yeah, <laughs> but the whole thing, the whole part with the greasy Italian, you, because we watched something the other day where some Italian guy said, "What's the matter, your face?" And Macklin says that to me all the time now. He fucking he gets the like the Italian hands, nice. and he looks at me and he'll say like, "Dad, what's the matter, your face?" And so I showed him that, and then the other day he looked at me. It was at the baseball diamond. His buddies were there. He was feeling good about himself, and he looked at me and said, uh, "He said." Uh, Get out of here, you greasy dick, you sausage dick. <laughs> and I just, I mean, I didn't, I fucking thought it was great. Yeah, it's hilarious. It's fucking, it's fucking hilarious. Oh, God, that's funny. So, guys, anyway. Guys, can we just, can we stop the sketch? I'm, I'm just not feeling it. I'm just not feeling it. <laughs> oh, Mom, we're in the middle of the sketch that I wrote. And I just, I just don't, I, I want to honor my heritage, and I'm just not sure that I'm doing it. Uh, oh, what's so, the matter with you? I'm just stupid Italian mama. <laughs> so we were, the other day, we were just hanging out playing. The girls had a hula hoop, right? And I was doing, we were trying to get them to do the thing where you, you roll the hula hoop, and then you, you like run next to it and then jump through it. Yeah. Colonial games. Sure. Colonial children's games. And Josie was trying to do it, and she couldn't figure it out. Yeah. And Avi was trying to explain it, and Macklin was trying to explain, like, no, you just kind of you kind of roll it, and then you jump through it. It's not hard. Well, I've watched it enough, and I didn't prompt it, but my youngest, Avi, so she's five. She's going to be uh -huh. six in November. Josie says, what am I supposed to do? And Avi says, just... Travel through the wormhole, and I, <laughs> I fucking died. I died. Travel through the wormhole. <laughs> fucking, I was like, Natalie looked at my wife. Natalie looked at me, and she was like, "Are you fucking kidding? Like you're poisoning our children?" No, no. This is this is brilliant. Well, because they already, Av already does the. The scene from National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation, where the the ice flies out of the gutter and through the neighbor's window, <laughs> yeah. and then they come back and and he says, "Why is the floor all wet, Margot?" And she says, "I don't know, I don't know. Todd." <laughs> well, I'll if I ask if I say like, "Avi, why is the toothpaste out?" She'll look at me and say, "I don't know, Todd," <laughs> and it's like, "Okay, I've done this to myself." <laughs> yep. But fucking kids be funny. I don't know. Self. What is I the, mean, the Uno reverse card. <laughs> <laughs> Allow myself to reverse myself. <laughs> yeah, there it is. You guys just, yeah. yeah, you just shared the, there's a too many cooks 
decode the disturbing? Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's too many curses. Verse, don't hug me, I'm scared. Yeah, it's like the, uh, what do these two uh, things have in common in terms of the way that they fuck with our nostalgia cycle? Wow, okay. Fascinating. That's an incredibly it's, interesting, like, it's really good section of the internet. I'll watch that tomorrow. For sure. Yes, so oh, anyway, if oh, you... Oh, and that's all. <laughs> if you like our brand of humor and you like things that we like... I think you'll like seven days in hell. And I'm saying that as a person who hasn't watched it, but will it's, you know what it's uh as, as so it's a sports thing. And I know that's yeah. not eternally your guys thing, but it is not meant to be a sports thing. It's a, just, it's just a funny thing. The premise revolves around tennis. At one point, Andy Sandberg's Aaron Williams, there's a streaker and he calms her down and then fucks her. Like, and on the tennis court on the tennis court. And because there's no explicit rule that you can't have sex with somebody during the tennis match, the match continues. And then a male, and then there's a male streaker and he calms the male streaker down and fucks him. Nice. To completion. And then the male streaker and the female streaker. Fuck him. And that's the end of day five. It's wild and stupid and fucking hilarious. Ooh. And it's, it's Andy Samberg, Will Forte, Fred Armisen, and Kit Harrington. It's hilarious. I have so many questions that are probably answered by me just watching it. Yes. At one point, Kit, Kit Harrington goes on like a British talk show as like a teenager. Yeah. And the British talk show host wants to fuck Kit Harrington. And he really comes on hard. And it's fucking hilarious. Pretty- Phrasing? Is it like Graham Norton? It'd be like going on like the (laughs) Graham Norton of tennis. Like it's a tennis centric show. Oh, okay. Gotcha. It's so good. It's, it's really good. It's on HBO max. Um, and it's like an hour long, almost exactly. So it's not, you're not investing too much time for something that's just a waste of time. That sounds very funny. sounds perfect honestly so that's my due review all right now that that's over rob i'm gonna give the floor to you i know uh, you've been very excited about this i've been very excited about it i've wanted to talk to you about it for a while now um take over the show talk to joe and i about the thing war man yeah so uh, this last week, uh, starting, uh, I guess it would be two Sundays, uh, from whenever we're releasing this episode ago, uh, they, uh, Games Workshop had kicked off Warhammer Fest, uh, and it was the first time that they had done it, uh, entirely online as a result of, you know, the whole, uh, coronavirus thing. Um. And so as a result, we got to get live streams uh, and like in-depth conversations about all sorts of new models that are coming out, new um, stories, factions, stuff for Age of Sigmar, stuff for um, 40K, uh, new video games and uh, uh, boxed games and all all sorts of shit. so I guess uh, I'm going to go by uh, each of the different genres. So firstly, what do you guys know about Age of Sigmar? Are you guys familiar with Warhammer I, Age of I'm Sigmar not, at all? 
I know that about when they first came out with Age of Sigmar, all the scuttlebutt was about how they like destroyed Warhammer. Yeah. Um, uh, Cause there was a lot of Warhammer purists that were uncomfortable with their world changing. Um, and that's it. That's where that ends. Joe, do you have any, that's about all I know. It's it's about the same. Is uh, I, I also vaguely remember reading stories about how Sigmar became a god. Yeah, I don't know if that's related. So sort of. Um, so Age of Sigmar is like the spiritual successor to the Old World or Warhammer fantasy, uh, fantasy battles. Um. So. After the end times, the Skaven overrun the world, chaos gods ripping holes into the sky, eating all of the elves, uh, generally uh, fucking things up and uh, bringing about the apocalypse and stuff and um, ending the world. Uh, So after that, uh, Sigmar gets shot through space, essentially, on a chunk of what's left of the world that was and eventually comes to the mortal realms, these series of interconnected worlds um, that um, are seeped in various kinds of magic and stuff. Uh, Age of Sigmar is uh, where like Warhammer itself was like very grim, dark and low magic for the most part, very like, uh, I guess, Game of Thrones, but with demons and how unnecessarily gritty can we make the the world um age of sigmar is way over the top like thunder demigods that are basically an army of thors fighting against um giant uh um, god beast and uh chaos demons of the various um gods nurgle slanesh and all those things anyway so They've never doing, enough Nurgle. Never enough Nurgle, and a lot of the the a lot of the chaos gods that aren't just corn have had the, their time to shine uh, in this universe, which has been really cool. Uh, seeing you know what Zinch and Slanesh. Slanesh is just now really I getting involved Slanesh. in the story. Yeah, fantastic characters. You're a Slanesh. Uh, you're a Slanesh guy, huh? I am. I'm big. Is fan. anyone here a corn devotee? Oh, Zinch all the way. Okay. No, I we got, we got Zinz, Zinz Slanesh and or, or I, I lost interest when Head chaos became a Christian. Chaos. <laughs> you uh, snort. You just made me snort. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead, Rob. I'm sorry. No, you're absolutely fine. So anyway, uh, they are in the process of bringing the current storyline in. Uh, Age of Sigmar to a close, um, which is uh, Sigmar has thrown open these various realm gates, these portals that lead to different worlds, uh, and sent forth his uh, lightning demigod army, the Stormcast Eternals, uh, fighting against uh, whole worlds that have been infested by chaos and corrupting other gods and the peoples and uh, things along those lines. And as a result, these varying gods have been making their power plays. There's a god of death, uh, who is Nagash, uh, who was from the uh, the old world. 
um, some uh, ancient uh, tomb king uh, necromancer, like the original necromancer in the old world. Anyway, he uh, had some giant uh, magical necroquake that went off uh, across the realms trying to extinguish all life everywhere and create a giant skeleton army for him to fight against chaos and other gods getting pissed off that the god of death is trying to just kill everything because then they don't have people to worship them so they don't get to be godly anymore or whatever. So there's been a lot of infighting amongst all of these gods that are trying to fight against uh, the chaos gods. And as a result, uh, they've been going through this Broken Realms series. Uh, They're coming to the last chapter in this series, which is Broken Realms Kragnos. Uh, Kragnos is a new character. He's that giant weird centaur guy with the massive horns. Uh, uh, Which is an awesome looking sculpt and model. Um, I'm going to send it to you guys in the uh, the chat here real quick. But... um, yeah, no, uh, a really interesting addition to um, Age of Sigmar because he's this kind of unaligned. Yeah, there we go. That's the one. Uh, this uh, destruction aligned. So the way that they break down uh, the, the different Warhammer factions, there are like four grand alliances. Chaos, which is all of the Chaos Gods and Chaos Undivided. Destruction, which is like your green skins, your um, your orcs, your goblins, your ogres. Um, uh, there's uh, order, which is like uh, the Stormcast Eternals, Sigmar's demigod army. Uh, there's the cities of Sigmar, which is basically uh, elves, like the old world elves, some dark sea elves, um, and dwarves and humans, and a bunch of these other factions just kind of like bundled up and rolled into one. Um, and then there's uh, the Daughters of Cain, which are like your um, murder she-elves, like the witch-elves, the, the Cainites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they used to be um, just a part of the Dark Elf faction. There was... Uh... Correct. Yeah. They were like, they, like the, the Acolytes of Cain, or I can't remember what they, yeah, yeah, yeah. they were called. They, they, yeah, had they, like they, a, were, they had like a big... Elves. They had a big cauldron with, an, uh, with like a sacrificial altar. Oh, yeah. Um, and they were, yeah, they were like witch elves that that played with uh, Malekith, the mm-hmm. the fucking dark elf god, and and all yeah, that. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Marathi Very familiar. Now they're like patron deity, and okay. they they many of them are like also not just like witch elves and murder elves and shit like that, but also like Medusae. Um, oh right, pretty fucking pretty cool. They're they're a very awesome faction. Uh, anyway, so uh, death, chaos, destruction, and order are the four grand alliances. So Kragnos is this new um, like demigod of destruction that's coming out of the wake and going to just start absolutely smashing and wrecking shit, um, presumably for some of the cities of Sigmar and some of the chaos uh, strongholds and stuff. And because destruction as a whole, the orcs, the greenskins, and the ogres haven't really had a whole lot of uh, new models until Warhammer Fest. And uh, so uh, from there, I guess we could go ahead and roll right into some of the uh, the awesome models that are coming out, uh, both in Warhammer and in 40k. There's a handful of new orcs. 40k is getting a ton of new orcs. Um, 40k is? Yeah, 40K, okay. absolutely, yeah. Um, 
they uh, they're actually getting a whole new faction, which are called the Beast Snagas. And they're just they're exactly what you expect. Big, nasty looking orcs with limbs missing off of them, eyes missing, riding these giant, nasty squig creatures. Um, and there's even uh, one model. I think I got to try and find this. Uh, it is a little bitty goblin, like a little git uh, on the back of one of these squigs. And it's on this um, like this unicycle wheel that's got a. Uh, a rocket strapped to the back of it. Oh, surely you can see it in. Yeah, uh, right there in the uh, the front line. I got a right hand sign. Yeah, there's that little bitty goblin with a rocket strapped to the back. You're on point with this. Uh, yeah, very. Oh, yeah, incredible sculpts. Just super fun looking stuff. Um, <laughs> Joe, if I remember right, I heard story- stories. You were a, a bit of a greenskins. I adore uh, the orcs and goblins yeah yes and ryan what did you uh what were you playing back in the day you had a couple armies didn't you i was yeah i was dark elves for a while and then um when i realized i couldn't paint uniformly <laughs> uh i i switched real hard into bretonia because they can each individual piece can be kind of whatever uh colors and whatnot you want it to be it's it can be completely different uh, and I liked the Arthurian legends that were really entwined with Britonia. Oh, yeah. And then for a while, I decided I would get into the Empire. And so I have a very small Empire army. Um, so yeah, those, those three specifically. Very nice. Yeah. I was uh, a bit of a vampire counts player myself. Vampire uh, counts are cool. But I yeah. think, yeah, vampire counts are cool. What I liked about vampire counts, at least in the old Warhammer, I don't know how they've changed now, but the old vampire counts had like um, three or four different like houses or bloodlines. Bloodlines. You could pick yeah. 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 So oh, you, yeah. Were like a, you were like a specific type of vampire. And that affected your whole house, your abilities, things along those lines. Well, so oh, yeah, all of your, all of your, uh, yeah, your stats and things that were available to you were different depending on what house you, I guess, uh, ascribed to. Yeah. And so what's really cool is they are finally bringing uh, a good and proper vampires army over to Age of Sigmar called the. Oh, no Soul- shit. So they're not yeah. like, uh, they're not one of those like, uh, Cause it seemed to me like when we were playing Warhammer a lot, when we first started playing Warhammer, there was like four main focuses for citizens, uh, not citizens workshop. God, what's it called? Games, Games workshop. workshop. Games workshop. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Citizens workshop. Citizens workshop. <laughs> like it's a co-op. Um, <laughs> yeah. And it was, uh, it was empire and chaos and it was high elves and it was, uh, lizard men got a lot of play at the time and Skaven oh, yeah. got a lot of play at the time. Yeah. They were just released. I think around the time we kind of stopped playing, but like, but like dwarves got shit on wood elves, got shit on Bretonia got shit on. Um, there was a, there was a lot of guy uh, orcs and goblins really even got shit on. I think they didn't really have a good update for a long time. Oh yeah. Um, and, one of the other factions that I really love, the the Beast Men. They're they're called Beast Beasts of Chaos. Beast of Chaos, yes. Yeah, they're they're sorely behind on getting an update. They were one of the like the first factions to be released for Age of Sigmar. And their their book and their rules are really starting to show for it. 
but they're I just I, I mean jumping I'm, ahead. They are currently in the process of dropping uh, the third edition. So Age of Sigmar is currently on its second edition. They they just announced at Warhammer Fest. Uh, that they are going to be dropping 3.0 and uh, giving a bunch of the old battle tomes uh, some reworks and some much needed love. Uh, but one of their flagship armies well, for cool. 3.0 is the the uh, the Soul Blight Grave Grave Lords. Uh, these uh, the vampire counts, um, and they do. They just released uh, information about the five different bloodlines. Uh, that you can choose from from your uh, vampire um, for your vampire lineage for your armies, yeah. And this one that Joe just posted a fic, uh, picture of that's a uh, Luca Vi, uh, the mother of nightmares, and she's probably oh, from oh, my favorite dynasty, Ngori. Uh and they are just monsters, uh, like. So most of the vampires are are you're like. Um, noble vampires you know the the dark broody um like warrior knights and nobles who've you know been twisted by this vampiric necromantic energy um some of them have uh uh, fallen in with uh the dire wolves and the dark beasts in the forest like uh radicar the beast there or uh angry babushka on dire dog down at the bottom yeah, um, which I was probably Belladama uh, Volga, first of the Virkos. That's the one. Uh, uh, but the uh, the Avengori are uh, these like half dragon, half werebats, half vampire things with six limbs, and they look like just absolutely fucking wretched monstrosities, and I love them. Uh, and they, their whole army, um, a lot of the death stuff has gotten new sculpts and new models as a result of this army coming out. All of your skeletons and zombies there, they've got so many different skeletons that are, and zombies that are like able to be posed in different ways and crafted differently to, to make it look like you're not just doing like a army of white bones that are, you know, repetitious to paint, repetitious to put together have no personality. They just kind of like look like a horde of bones walking at you, which is what they are. But like, since we're in a game of miniatures and miniature painting and stuff like that, like you want it to, you want your army to look cool. Uh, well, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Uh, so the new sculpts for like the armored skeletons or the new dire wolves or the, uh, the zombies, um, they're really, really incredible sculpts that give them all sorts of great personality, and they they look like tons of fun to paint, um, and and challenging and interesting, and they look good on a table. Um, so I'm very, uh, very excited about that. Um, and then 40k got some new um, uh, a new codex and new characters that were coming out uh, as well. Okay, as I understand it, is going through a an apocalypse, an escatology. Yes. So, if I remember correctly, they are currently um, pretty balls deep in the Horus Heresy, um, to the point where I think they're they're getting ready to um, wrap it up, um, which is like thirty k technically, but they didn't want to go through and rebrand everything as a result of it but so it's still warhammer 40k 
Um, but they uh, they just released uh, these incredible skulls. I'm just going to send you the uh, the link for this whole page so you can look through um, uh, look so through them. But the um, Uh, these sculpts for the uh, the Cadians, which are basically uh, like your Vietnam style like jungle troops. I'm, uh, I'm sorry, go go on. Oh yeah, like your Sylvester Stallones and like all of your your action movie heroes. Um, yeah, all of that is basically exactly what their intention for Cadia is uh, and has been. And they uh, they recently got uh, some, or they're they're going to be getting some incredible new sculpts uh, for like um, just their general soldiers. Uh, they're going to get a bunch of new like heads, gear, um, guns, knives, torsos, like different kinds of clothing and stuff like that, just to like be able to give your different uh, platoons of Cadians uh, new new fresh looks. Uh, and they've also, yeah, and they've also got, um, some, uh, some specific models here that I'm trying to look for that Ryan, I think that you would love, uh, they're incredibly detailed, uh, do, 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 do. Anyway, while I'm looking that up, uh, not yeah, on this so- one page. <laughs> Um, down for maintenance. So they, they they released more Cadian stuff. Uh, I don't know if you guys did. You guys ever delve into 40k at all back in your uh, yonder Warhammer days? I never. No, I we never got into 40k. We were not allowed to look at things. Nope. We were. It was. Uh, we had. Um. It was like Mennonite rules. Yep. Yeah. And yeah, our, it was. Yeah, we 40K were. 40K pretty much breaks every Mennonite rule that's ever been established. Yeah, I'm pretty we sure. were firmly. I don't want to say told, but we were told. Discouraged. That, that 40K was like not what we were into. See, yeah. I, I think and that you would really get into it now. Robert, I have no doubt. I think that you would, because it is absolutely something you probably don't want your kids hanging around. But like, it is it is a fucking wild ride of crazy sci-fi, and like, it's it's Dune cranked up to eleven and with chaos gods. I can honestly and, tell you that the only thing I like more than fantasy orcs and goblins are forty k orcs and goblins. They're incredible. They're fucking weird mushroom people who paint things different colors to give them magic powers. Yeah, because they the 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 actual magic is the collective like under psyche of the orc. Yeah, and if we all agree that red makes things faster, it fucking makes makes it faster. faster. (laughs) Yeah, just by orc magic, just by all of us believing in it. Yes, I love it. It's yeah. Um. It's uh it's it's very cool. One of the uh the factions in 40k that's getting um uh, all sorts of new models is the Adeptus Sororitas, uh, which is basically uh the answer of like what are all of the ladies doing in the empire? Yeah, it's, 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 it's lady librarians are just 
Right. So these are uh, angry lady librarians sometimes, but they're mostly like uh, uh, like nightmare, like fascist paladins, uh, sometimes in uh, power armor and giant like pseudo mech suits and stuff and are crazy like Sigmarite uh, paladins and inquisitors. And they're they're terrifying. Um. And they're getting all sorts of new weird models, which is uh, very cool. They're even getting some giant fucking tank, which I don't know if you've seen 40k tanks, but they're they're like weird living like castle chapel tanks. Yeah, that's um, uh, I'll have to find a name, but uh, Yikes. That's uh, the fucking... new uh, centerpiece like head uh, sororitas. Morvin Vol, Abbas Sanctorum of the Adeptus Sororitas. That's sure. The Although I really want to say sororitas. Sor- sororitas. I actually, the other day. <laughs> I know that sorority. that's wrong, but it's what I want to say. No, the yeah. other day, Rob and I had some chili rellenos with some sororitas. Yeah, they're really, oh, yeah. really great. There, the, the, there was a salty rim, and there was that nice limey tequila bang bang. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. <laughs> this is incredible stuff. It was really good. Um, not to completely to... derail you, Rob. Sorry. No, no, you are perfectly fine. They <laughs> My were great sororitas. Long story uh, short, the Book of Fire is going to be rad, and it's on its way soon. Is the caption for this picture that I'm sending? <laughs> Yeah, that's uh, their their new big act um, that they're the new story that they're rolling through and in forty um, k. And if I remember correctly, uh, Nurgle, the forces of Nurgle are getting ready to make uh, a pretty big play and uh, Nurgle. Oh yeah. There's not enough Nurgle. I said that this afternoon. There's never enough Nurgle. So much is put on corn. We watched the Warhammer video game trailer today. Warhammer 3 is Yeah, Total Warhammer 3. And it is all about corn, man. Yeah. Well, and so it is all about corn, but uh, one of the other demons that has been making a pretty big appearance here lately, who I absolutely love, uh, he's got a new sculpt that you can use in both 40k and in Age of Sigmar. Is Bellacor? Uh, both. Lestrange. I love it. Yeah, Bellacor Lestrange. That's the one. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can play him in both 40k and in uh, uh, in Age of Sigmar. Uh, and his new his new sculpt, yeah, looks absolutely incredible. Seeing all of the different paint jobs he that people have been doing for that looks like Diablo, and I love he it. He does. I fucking love it. I love it. It's so good. Um, so with that, uh, they're also getting ready to put out a new battle zone, like a big uh, like map with uh, um, uh, various pieces and like buildings and structures and uh, terrain pieces. That's where I was looking for that you can assemble, paint up uh, that look really good for uh, the mechanicus, which are like the the weird tech priest. Uh, who worship some god machine? Um, who I I adore. I love the shit out of them. Um, uh, they uh, 
they just got a new uh, this new map pack for 40k which looks pretty incredible as well uh and then the adeptus mechanics yeah the, the adeptus mechanics are incredible they're they all just want to turn people into toasters and be reverted to toasters essentially yes brave brave uh, yeah. little toasters yeah Thank yeah, you. they're all very. Brave. You're welcome. Brave, brave toasters. I like that. Um, so uh, some of the other stuff that Warhammer is dropping out, they uh, uh, announced a bunch of stuff for new box games. Um, in these various settings, uh, in Age of Sigmar, they've got a skirmish style game called uh, Underworlds. Um, which is like instead of having your massive armies, you're going in with like a five man band um, and doing a much more small scale mission. Um, and uh, they just released uh, some new uh, deep sea fish elves for that game. Well, yeah, of course. Uh, well, of course. Yeah. And they're incredible. One of the best pieces, one of the best models by leaps and miles that they announced during Warhammer week. And I hope this, I really hope that this like either gets their marketing department going because they just understand meme culture or mm-hmm. it absolutely infuriates them because they've been pumping out these incredible like centerpiece models and like these giant demons and people in mech suits and living gods and this that and the other thing the the mini that has gotten the most hype on reddit and on the internet so far by a lot is this stupid fucking crab it's the (laughs) best thing ever i love it so much um oh my god yeah yeah, there's this little crab and this little stupid fish. It's um, it's what it was all pointed toward. Yeah, this is well, this is this is what Warhammer is all about. Yeah, um, and the sculpts for those deep CLs. That it's one of the factions that I I really want to get into uh, in Age of Sigmar. But the 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 whole aesthetic for them is just absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah, I love like the angler fish. Fucking weird, like a uh, big finned anglerfish thing. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very awesome. Or those fucking giant finned hats that all of them seem to be wearing. <laughs> yeah, which I mean, it's forty k. Well, like, it's, it's for the aerodynamics. Well, yeah, or the aquadynamics. Yeah, I right. mean, it's it, it's Warhammer elves. They have to have big pointy hats and big weird fucking hats. Right, they can move side to side faster than you. Yeah, yeah. They got to be able to outmaneuver their own crabs. <laughs> you, know how you, get, you know how you get rid of crabs. Uh, yeah, tell me. Yeah, well, you shave half your pubes, and then you light the other half on fire. And when the crabs run out, you stab them with an ice pick. Yeah. So it's a bit of old-timey wisdom there. It is. It is. <laughs> there, was a, there was a guy I walked to his car today who, uh, he was like, you want some tips? And like, I was like, yes, yeah, I would yes, love all them. of them. I'm like, like life advice. Yeah, man. Tell me. And he's like, he tried to reach for his wallet. And I was like, oh, money. No, 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 no. They pay me enough. It's fine. <laughs> that was thoughtful. I guess. Thank. Thanks. Yeah. I was like, oh, I oh, thought you meant like, yeah. don't bet on the horses. <laughs> right. You thought he'd be like, like, you know, when you're trying to get subject verb agreement. <laughs> right. <laughs> If you got a big dog, feed it little things. 
Um, anyway, shit. sorry, not to derail your fish. No, that's, that's probably terrible advice. Probably. I think if you had a it's big dog, possibly. maybe you want to feed it bigger things. I don't know. I'm not know. a dog person. It's certainly advice. The jury's out <laughs> on whether it's good it's, or bad. It's certainly advice. <laughs> um, oh, that's good. Let's see. Uh, the God. The other. Uh, the other things that uh, Warhammer. We're almost fucking done. We got a couple more things here, but uh, so one of the other uh, box games. Uh, these are um, exactly what they sound like. They're games that come in boxes, kind of like your board games, um, but they're normally much more involved. Uh, and they've got all sorts of additional like factions and codexes and stuff that you can buy to um, get into these games. One of these games is called Necromunda, uh, and it's from 40K. Have you guys heard about Necromunda before? Only as I'm scrolling through the website right now. It's... It's fucking wild. So Necromunda is one of the hive cities in uh, the 40K universe. The, these like giant, um, like mega cities, essentially, um, that, you know, hundreds of millions, billions of billions of people all live in this giant mega structure. Um, and this one, Necromunda, is like uh, smoke filled, smog filled. Um, production hellscape that's this mega city that's filled to the brim with uh, cyborged up and super juiced and 40k'd uh, gangs that are just roaming around tearing each other apart and and just doing like 40k wanton violence and like the worst possible version of Coruscant that you could ever imagine um and it's fantastic they're actually uh putting out a video game here in the new f- near future that takes place in necromunda called hired gun where you run around as a bounty hunter and you've got like a cyborg dog that runs around with you that like hunts all sorts of uh criminals and low lives and this fucking like gassed up nos filled explosive like explosions everywhere gun chase it's basically like doom but you're a bounty hunter yeah um pretty fucking wild the not cool yeah when did paul start working for games workshop all right years ago surely the the influence runs deep uh and so uh one of the things in necromunda that they just uh announced is this uh new well it's an old faction that's been in necromunda for a long time in terms of the lore but they're finally getting some models and getting pulled to the table. Uh, it's this uh, House Delac, and um, they're like the uh, the house of spies and information brokers and assass- uh, assassins. The House of Shadows is what they're called, and their design for so many things is just absolutely fucking gross and wild. And they've got these like living robotic snakes or like extra arms and limbs that are flailing off of things just have like this grim otherworldly appearance about them like even compared to other uh 40k models because they get pretty fucking weird at times they do Uh, one of my favorite things here though is that fucking weird tentacled thing that looks like it's straight out of the matrix with a brain attached to it 
called a, a Piscean Spectre. Yeah. And those yeah. things are just, that's a great sculpt. Those are like long, just nightmare fuel. Long nightmare fuel. That's exactly it. Yeah. Uh, and then the uh, the last thing that I wanted to touch on uh, while we're here is they're they're putting out, from what I understand, a, a brand new game um, involved in the uh, the 40k universe called Aeronautica Imperialis, and it is like a ship to ship dogfighting uh, miniatures war game, essentially. Uh, they are just dropping the Eldari and I believe the Adeptus Astartes, which is just like their the the general run of the mill Space Marines and um like the the Empire's poster boys, big souped up like jocked up soldiers with the giant right. veterans and space armor and shit. Anyway, uh, the sculpts on these look very cool. Um, I, I, there hasn't really been a whole lot announced about this game yet, um, so I'm excited to try and learn about some of the uh, the mechanics and stuff because I I played a couple other dogfighter games like this, like Star Wars. Um, oh, it's not Star Wars Legions. It's um, Armada and I can't remember what the other one's called, but uh, and I, I really like those. Uh, they're they're pretty fast paced tactical games where you and whoever you're playing against are constantly trying to one up somebody and eliminate their teams and additionally score different kinds of missions and objectives and uh it's just it's a it's a whole lot of fun uh so i'm excited to see how this turns out and if this uh if this particular game's got any legs to it or if this will end up just being uh a, a short run game on their behalf but yeah um i'm into it i I, yeah it's 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 enough the new models and the new having it actually explained to me and not just being told that it ruined warhammer um yeah age of sigma is is enough to tip me into maybe doing maybe maybe getting back into it yeah even even if you just start looking into the lore and stuff like it's it's super rich and they've got a lot of like wild wild stories and like their narrative transition from the old world into the mortal realms and then building up this story um they've been doing this for you know seven or eight years now age of sigmar um there's a lot of story there there's a lot of characters there are a lot of moving pieces and there's a lot of really cool, good stuff in there. Um, I I really like it, uh, and I think it's worth checking out. And no, 40K. I, 40K is I'm, also fucking. I, fucking we're wild. not we're not allowed to look at 40K. Yeah, you're an adult. You can do what you want. Stay away. Stay away from 40K. It's not. Uh, it's good it's not for what, you. I'm it's sure. Not we, it's not what we do. We stand mm-hmm. tau in this house. <laughs> uh, with all of that said, Rob. Yeah. And what are you geeking on this week? Fuck. Um, that isn't Warhammer. It's, it's, oh, it isn't Warhammer. <laughs> All right. Um, well, shit. Uh, well, I've been playing a lot of the Pokemon trading card game uh, lately because it's the All only right. card game that I can, uh, that I have found that I've like enjoy playing and have gotten pretty involved in that I can't spend money on. 
readily, which is great because <laughs> okay. I have spent a great many years uh, uh, peddling cards and playing cards and being really involved in like the different, you know, the, the trading card aspect of trading card games. And so I, uh, I've really programmed my brain to be able to spend money like nothing else uh, in regards to this. So having a game that kind of throttles that for me is really nice. Uh, I get all of the fun aspects of that without absolutely bankrupting myself, which is really cool. Um, and totally, I, I didn't think that I would get nearly so much joy out of playing the uh, the Pokemon trading card game, but it's uh. It's pretty good. It's pretty fun. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. Pokemon, the trading card game. Uh, the new hotness. I didn't Joe. see that coming. Yeah, me neither. Nice. What about I, you? Uh, nothing special. Um, actually, no, that's not true. I something special. am excited that I got to go home for the first time since, like, Christmas 2019. I mean, sure. with, with the exception of Rob's wedding. Yeah. Um, it was really nice to see my mom, see my stepdad. Uh, we visited both my grandmas. Uh, one grandma got multiple visits because um, she's crafty. Um, Clever. Got to see Rob's new house, which was really oh, bitching. Fuck, I've got a new house. Yeah, it's and it's great. Yeah, sorry, I didn't mean to steal your your your. No, I completely forgot about that. I just, you know, this is a podcast for us. I assumed everyone knew. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah, I've got a house now. That's for you, Gen F. (laughs) (laughs) F. Um. (laughs) Nailed it. Uh, I hope that makes you chuckle. Um. Anyway. Um. Yeah, it was really good. And then, um, you know, just the it's been it's been such an isolating year uh, for me personally, because I'm so far away from you guys. Um, And I think one of the ways that I have mentally insulated myself from that is to um, just sort of be pretty independent, self-dependent in a lot of ways. And uh, our car broke down on the way home. Uh, yeah. night. and it took two phone calls to, uh, I, I called my dad, he called the K man. And, uh, within a couple of hours we were on the road again with, uh, a different car. And then he, uh, he got my car fixed for me. And I just, I forgot how nice it was to be able to rely on other people and that I could do that. And uh, this is going a little bit more soft than I thought it was going to go, but it no, was just super soft. It was really nice after well, after is, the year man. after the year that we've had and and everything that's happened. God, it was nice. It was really there's, nice to be able to just. There's still people out there, brother. Yeah, yeah. It was it was really really wonderful. Um, and just sort of as a as a I guess an extension of that. Um, not that I was like on the fence about it, but like, I guess I'm sticking around for a while longer. So I have started trying the intermittent fasting thing to, uh, to try and get myself into some good shape. And, uh, it works. I mean, it really does work. Yeah. I, well, uh, you know, what really pushed me over the edge was Houston who who has lost like 25 pounds in the last couple months. I'm I'm not sure he had that to lose. 
I, I either, know, but. I know, but he looks good. And I was, <laughs> I've been looking, I've been, if you know, Facebook does those things where it gives you memories of the past as opposed oh, yeah. to memories did of you, the future. Did you, you know, memories of the future, <laughs> which is a show title. Let me yeah, write that you. down. And, uh, boy, there were some pictures of me back when I was like a, uh, a goateed Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. God, I missed that a year ago. I miss I miss those days when I looked less like uh, Brian Posehn and Will Forte had a baby. <laughs> That's funny, you know. Oh shit! So I don't know. I guess normalcy, for lack of a better word, we're not there yet. But whatever normal is going to be, we're getting closer to it. No, it's, it's worth uh, geeking on, man. That, it's normalcy. Normalcy is a good geek. Yeah. So, uh, how about you, Reggae? So, my wife and I have uh, found a new show to watch, nah. which I feel like that's what I'm geeking on like every week. I don't know why. I mean, because I'm, I'm there's so You're much watching more going new shows on. a lot. Well, yeah, because we're in so the much, golden age of television. There's more going on. I mean, I, I, this week, Rob and I have worked together this week like um, two out of the four days this week or three days this week. We've ran together. It's been awesome. Um, had a great experience today at a brewery. Um, you know, anytime we get to spend together is just fucking bonus time. So yeah. it's, it's awesome. So I, I could be geeking on that. I could be geeking on the fact that my, uh, my 12 U baseball team beat our in County rival 23 to nothing. Yeah. Uh, get fucked yesterday. Yeah. And for real, get fucked. They can, they can suck it. Um, we have a great team. It's still bittersweet watching Macklin and his cast not play when I know he wants to play and I know he can contribute and I know he would be great at second base and I know all of these things and he knows it too. And so that's, that's still hard, but, uh, his arm is healing well. Good. Um, so we're, we're still hoping maybe end of June when he gets his cast off, he'll be able to jump in for the tournament. We'll see. Um, we're not going to force anything though. He's young and his health is more important than baseball. Yes. Um, but I enjoy my time with my wife when the kids go to bed and we get to watch TV shows and, um, it's rare, not rare, but when we find something that we really enjoy the two of us, it's like fucking special. And, uh, we've been watching a lot of mayor of East town, which if you haven't watched mayor of East town, watch it with your wives, guys. It's really a good show. It's gritty, it's dark, it's fucking true crime, it's really good. But we found a show on uh, Amazon Prime called Louder Milk. I have heard of Louder Milk, but I don't know anything about it. It stars Ron Livingston from Office Space. Not Office Space. Office Space? That sounds right. That sounds right. Anyway, um... He plays Sam Loudermilk, and he is a recovering uh, addict who hosts. He, he's the uh, like the guy who runs the self help group. Okay, and he is an asshole, and he knows it. And this show is fucking sweet. <laughs> he's an asshole, like we're assholes. Oh, nice. We don't like people. Yeah, we love our people. We hate people. Um, we're that asshole. He's that asshole. 
I made the mistake of watching six episodes last Saturday. Stayed up. You know, I watched six hour long episodes. I went to bed at like four o'clock in the morning. It was <laughs> it was then that I realized that I shouldn't have done that because I now have to watch those six episodes again because my wife loves this show. Right. And so we uh, tonight we watched episode three. So she's caught up halfway. <laughs> we've got we've got three more episodes before we can continue on as a couple. I made it's my mistake. I never should have watched it without her. Um, I should have watched the first episode and said, oh, my God, she'll love this. I'll stop. But it's so good. I watched six hours of it. So Louder Milk is what I'm geeking on this week. It is fantastic. There's three episodes currently on Amazon Prime. I don't know if they're making a fourth. I've, I didn't look into it. I really maybe I should have. Uh, all I know is that I found the show that has like 30 episodes I can watch. And that is ex- that is fantastic. So that's what I'm geeking on. Very nice. And this commercial for BBC America, because that macaw just made an impossible leap from tree to tree. Mm, can't they fly? Yeah, but it, it, was, it was impossible. But it didn't. It just jumped. Oh, okay. Anyway, if you, liked what you, if you liked what you heard tonight, which I don't know how you couldn't, uh, go to the blue blue icon, the purple icon on the your green icon. The green Monopoly house on your iPhone. Go to wherever it is that you listen to our show. Give us the biggest review you can give us. Five stars, ten stars, whatever it is. But give us a written review. Tell us where you think Nick is and what you think Nick is doing. And if we'll ever get that sandwich. Which I don't think he will. Probably not. Another way you can support us is uh, to go over to patreon.com slash geekcast live. Give us some uh, some money um, so that we can uh, maybe do this for more than fun, which would be nice. Um, you could also go to gcl.threadless.com and get yourself a t-shirt that says uh, Cannibal King. That's at gcl.threadless.com? It is. <laughs> Clowns. Uh, go to violentpress.com. That is where you can find this episode on Saturday morning. It's where you can find our entire back catalog going all the way back to December of 2013. That's how long we've been doing this. 355 episodes. Violentpress.com is where you can find that and more. Um and find us on Twitter. I made that website. Yeah. And find us on Twitter and Facebook. Search GeekCast Live. Oh, there's also a Patreon, but I can never remember the URL. I already got that. GCO. Oh, did you do that already? Patreon.com. He did. GeekCast Live. I did. Oh, son of a bitch. Hey, uh, the big thing, though, is before this show, we do a pre-show on Clubhouse. Um, It's a lot of fun. We talked about some weird shit tonight, but... You're not going to get to know about it, what it was because you weren't there. Don't you want to be there? Hit us up on Twitter or on Facebook. Reach out to us. However you can get a hold of us. Ask yeah. for an invite. We will give you an invite. It is now open to iPhone and Android users. There's no excuse not to be on it. It's a fun social platform. There's all sorts of other stuff you can do. You could visit um, the One Joke Workout Room with Kevin Israel and Kevin Guti. You can go to Literally Live from Detroit with Jeff Dwoskin. Gen AF has a thing. The commercial break is on there. 
the Hook Blast podcast. Every there's a whole bunch of rooms on the Comedy Club podcast. Um, Clubhouse is fun. Just even get a hold God, of us. God has a room in the Clubhouse. God, God has a room. Have a room. Got his room. Eddie Brill's got a room on Sunday nights. We just had Stephen Wright, one of my heroes when I was a kid. I uh, before that we had Bill Burr. It was phenomenal. Can't believe that's what not what you were geeking on this week. As I can't believe I'm not geeking on talking to Stephen Wright either. That yeah, that was something. Uh, it, well, I never, mean, it happened both three do. days and eight weeks ago. So <laughs> no shit, ain't that the truth? So. Uh, no, it was phenomenal. It's, 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 it's good stuff. Clubhouse is fun. We, we're having a good time. Uh, yeah, I think we have like 22 invites between the two of us. Yeah, I actually just invited somebody. They just reached out to me while we were on the show here and I sent them an invite. So they should be joining. So it's good. It's, it's, good, it's good stuff. So call your grandparents, tuck yourself into bed, maybe make a, well, don't tuck yourself in the bed. You're probably listening to this in the morning. Actually, fuck it. Tuck Do yourself into bed. Go back to bed. It's 2021. It's fine. Go to bed. That's what you want. That's what we all want is just to sleep. Yeah. Perchance to dream. Goodbye. Hamlet. Read it. Hey, everybody. As always, we want to give a special shout out and extra thanks to all of our Patreon supporters, backers, friends, family, the people that prop up this monster. Uh, you know who you are, but we want to give you a shout out anyway. Our boy, Sam Ulstercaster, uh, Popcap Williams, Danger Johnson, Dave the Fish, my man Fans, my man Rondo, Brandon Rust, Kelly Shuttlewood, uh, the Poly Nerds, Lada Bartova. Mungo Jerry, the K-Man, Jesse G. Letourneau, all of our friends, Dave Chappelle, not that Dave Chappelle, 1P, 1L, uh, Blaster Man Rodriguez, Three Finger Emily, um, who else we got? Somebody said, well, yeah, old Blimpy, Clamperman, coming in hot, hot route. Thanks to all you guys and more. We appreciate it. Uh, we couldn't do this uh, C-graded product. Without you, thanks so much. Grab Peppy G. Snarkle flap. And the hoozy.